Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we've got audio from our Chicago Podcast Festival live show where we played Millennial Apartment Hunters. And because that came in very, very short, we've also got more A Woman with Hollow Eyes development sessions for you. This Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, OneShot will be streaming another episode of A Woman with Hollow Eyes. And if we manage to get 80 live viewers, we will do another development mode session based around one of the NPCs in A Woman with Hollow Eyes. If you've been a fan of this series and you want to learn more about the world, the best thing you can do is let everyone know that they should tune in at 7.30 p.m. Central Time to twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg to be part of our audience for this episode. Before we get to the episode this week, I want to remind you that myself, Kat, and Alex Roberts will be at Breakout Con in Toronto March 16th through 18th. There is still time to register, so if you want to join us for three days of fun and games, make sure you register soon. Finally, before we get to the episode, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank some of our backers on Patreon. Max Bennett, thank you. Ross Hartley, thank you. Eric Clayson, thank you. Cole Priest, thank you. Jared Bourne, thank you. Gareth Marshall, thank you. Lance Leduck, thank you. Tom, or Tom Williams, do Jesus. Do you think it's Leduck or Leduc? Leduc, thank you, Lance. Tom Williams, thank you. Aaron Guro, thank you. Sarah Norris Andrews. Thank you. Jabot- yeah, Giselle Jobote, I guess. Giselle Jabot... No, you do it. Uh, oh, I did it worse than you did No, it. you did it better than me. How could I have done it better? Jobote? Giselle Jobote. Thank you. Yeah, Giselle Jobote. Thank you. Rob Lawson. Thank you. Jacob Schooler. Thank you. Eli Brown. Thank you. Roy. Thank you. Phil, Phil ba- Bautista. Thank Phil, you. Yeah, Phil Bautista. Thank you. J.K. Coe. Thank you. Matthew Thomas, thank you. William Holtqvist. William Holt. William Holtqvist. I cannot make my mouth do that. Uh, William Holtqvist. Yep, that's the way you do it. Thank you so much. Thanks again to all of our backers on Patreon. You make what we do possible. And with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Intro music, intro, intro music. Thank you so much. Please, please keep music. it going for the intro other music. acts that we saw tonight. And, and the Chicago Podcast Festival for bringing us out here to see you lovely Yay. people. Yay. Hello, heroes. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master, and this is One Shot. What is One Shot? It is a podcast where we will be playing a role-playing game in front of your very eyes. That's right, role-playing, the genre famous for fantasy and sci-fi, action and adventure. Today's game is based on Home and Garden's television's House Hunters property. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to... We're going to have some fun and rep the brand pretty well, I think. Uh, Before we get in the game, I want to move down the line and introduce our performers. The first up is Stephen Kropa. Hello, my name is Stephen Kropa. You're right. Good job. All right. Kropa, you got any plugs to hit people with? Yo, guys, hit me up on Twitter at Kropa Cabana. Mm. Yeah, that's a pun. Yes. And if you give to my Ko-Fi page this month, you get a draft version of the book I'm writing called Hufflepuff is Enough, a geeky essay book, guys. Please make me write that book. By getting a draft. (laughs) It is a sad book. And next up, we've got Allie Barthwell. What's up, nerds? Yeah. What's up, nerds? Allie, you got some plugs to hit them with? Uh, Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at WTFlankSteak. And right now, I am recapping The Bachelor for Vulture.com. So please, everyone, go like and read and share all of those. Can I give a side plug? I don't watch The Bachelor but I read your yeah. recaps. <laughs> They're very Honestly, good. I They're don't watch it. Good. I have no idea what's going on, but I do get a lot of enjoyment out of reading your recaps. I love a plug on a plug. I'm plug those plugs. I'm plug it, plug it. And of course, the lovely Liz Anderson. Yeah. I face in profile at my shows. Um, <laughs> Liz, I, you got some plugs. Yeah. Um, the, my name is Liz Anderson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at L-I-E-S-A-N-D-E-R-S. S-O-N, Lies Anderson. Mm. I am a 
contributor for Onion Sports. Uh, I'm a writer around town, lots of different projects. Also, improv. La, 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 la. Mm. <laughs> All right, and these folks are going to be playing a game for you tonight, and that is Millennial Apartment Hunters. It is a failed HGTV pilot where millennials try to live. And <laughs> we're going to see how it works out. Uh, the no way uh, this is going to work is we are going to view three apartments, and then our apartment hunter, who will be played by Liz, Hi. is going to have to live in one of them. Cool. Uh, these two people here are going to be her companions. Uh, they are people that know Liz, but will not be affected by the decision that she has to make. Mm -hmm. Liz, what is the name of your character? Uh... My name is absolutely Bethany, and it's not Tanya, which is a name that someone used to have before she saw terrible things and had to leave the city. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to be able to find Bethany an apartment today. Um, before we get started, Millennial Apartment Hunters depends on one final character, and that is the realtor. Uh, can I get a suggestion of, the, of a realtor's name from the crowd? Marjorie. Very and good. finally, to complete this character and all of her complexity, can I get a hairstyle from the crowd? <laughs> beehive. beehive! Marjorie with a beehive. Oh. Okay, so oh, no. I've... She I've <laughs> no, no. You gave me a budget of $800, which is real tough in Chicago. It's real tough in Chicago. But I think I found some places that you're just going to love. Thank you, Marjorie. You've been a source of great comfort to me. A definitely 22-year-old DePaul transfer from Arizona who doesn't have a family that she misses at all. And who are these two strapping people? Are these your, your, your partners, your polyamorous partners? Oh. Um, uh, we are in a thruple. Uh, That's right. Uh, very well, how how very fun is that? Jesus must be wild about that. Yeah, my that. name is um, Taranda Cosgrove. Uh, what I, a we got a firm handshake on you, yep. huh? I do not work in law enforcement, so just to answer <laughs> no. that question yeah. for you, I I I didn't say you looked like you did, but I get that a lot. And wow. Is, yeah. And my name is U.S. Marshal Keaton Marshall. I mean, wait. Yep. It is Vance Meridian. That's right. Vance, Vance Meridian. Okay. Yes, we love making love to each other, we the are three a, of us. We are a supple thruple. That's we, right. We yes. love to do it all well, the time. It's brisk and business-like. That's yes. brisk, baby. That's what we are. Well, like now, the tea. I know Bethany. We're like the tea. We are like the tea. <laughs> We're like the brisk. There's two like lines in it, one in the middle. Sunbrood. HGTV assured me we've got a 40-minute spot, so we got to <laughs> move at a clip here. we got to move at a clip. Love to. Uh, love I, to. You, now, Bethany, you were looking for a one-bedroom apartment at around 800 a month. Yes, uh, I think that is reasonable based on my knowledge of apartments in Arizona. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think you guys are going to love this little love nest that we got here. Uh now, of course, uh, there are a few details uh, as you're walking in that might not be so appealing. Marjorie, please. So what I've done is drawn a red die from this bag. A red die represents a negative aspect of this apartment. So uh, what is the first sight that greets these people as, as they enter this building, do we think? Uh, like, where is it? That's the... Oh, okay. So yeah, right right here. I'm, I'm going to say it's down on 52nd. Um, it's like, it's like pretty far south, but $800 for a single bedroom. Okay. Um, okay. and so I think the facade of this place is cracked. Like, mm. like, crack, like a earthquake? Yeah. Like, like, like an earthquake, yeah. but it's Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I, <laughs> in fact, yeah, it looks like post earthquake. The whole neighborhood looks like it's post-earthquake. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, this was part of the Transformers set. Oh. oh. Um, I didn't know animated movies could do that. Yeah, Michael yeah. Michael Bay came here, yeah. and yeah. He, had, uh, he had the street just shaken. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my cousin was an extra, oh. and he was flattened by 
a green screen transformer, which was just a tennis ball on a stick. Oh. Um, mm. That well, was my nickname fun. in high school. Oh, I didn't know was that. tennis ball on a stick. That's now we're, so we're going to... Vance Meridian. I'm going to open the door here. We're going to take you right into the kitchen. Okay. Wait, so the front door opens into the kitchen? <laughs> right into the kitchen. Into the that's, kitchen. E- that's where most people congregate anyway. That yeah. makes sense. That's it's easy. like at any party. Why are you it's here? Uh, it's where the oven is. It's just open saving concept. time. It's open concept. Time. I think the government will like this. I mean, I think you will yeah. like this. We are not we in like law this. enforcement. Uh, I would like this very much. It reminds me of a son that someone once had that isn't me who used to love. We all have a son. It's in the sky. We all <laughs> uh, yes. Well, aren't you just relatable? <laughs> All right, now uh, I'm going to take you into the bathroom. I know you said you wanted a full tub, but I think you'll like this. Oh, it's, it's a standing bidet. Oh. <laughs> it's a full body bidet. Wow. The water shoots up from yeah. the bottom. How fun is that? Oh, it's like a it's a reverse waterfall. Interesting. Yeah. I love the but at least it's got subway tile. That's yeah. nice. It's very hip. It's very European. All yeah. your friends are going to be jealous. There's no drain on the floor. Where does it go? It's in the ceiling. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> it goes oh, it's one up. of those oven fans. It sucks it up. <laughs> oh yeah. It's the toilet and has one of those pneumatic tubes that goes right up yeah. into the That's, ceiling. This is really expensive. It's <laughs> like a high-end office place. You poop and it goes right up into the ceiling. This is way worse. It's like when you're trying to get your bills from a bank. Yeah. And believe it or not, <laughs> this was a this was a right house. Wow. Yeah. It was a right house. It's just one of yeah, his John later Wright. designs. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's inspired by the Chicago prairies, I can tell. I yeah. get it, yeah. It's yeah. like prairie house. Now, I, I love it. Now the three of you, let's check out that bedroom. Stop huh? wiggling your eyes. Okay. <laughs> let's check out Stop. that bedroom. Are you winking? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, plenty of room for cameras in the corner. <laughs> yeah. For our lovemaking. Yes. Not for we monitoring. Were, we for our lovemaking. And, yep. uh, a uh, site. We have a, a cam site. We the only way you get better is by watching yourself. That's yeah. well, all I say. We also, our security, we will need very bright lights out front for our lovemaking. Yeah. Yes, motion detectors. Our, our campsite our is, is called Here Comes Thruple. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think you'll notice that uh, there's not a traditional floor in here. Oh. It no. appears to be brushed dirt. Yeah. <laughs> It's brush dirt. Oh, it's brush. our own Zen garden. Again, like this was brush. a right house, and this yep. is part of his thing. Yep. Uh, he went right from the Unity Temple in Oak Park <laughs> to this bullshit. I, oh, did he make this up with his leftover materials? Yeah. Is that what happened? <laughs> All his unused ideas okay. came to this building, and he, Michael Bay just shook it right up. Okay. <laughs> he just walked up the stairs with a bunch of dirt. Yeah. And just poured it in the bed. Well, I don't think he did it. He probably hired somebody. He's very wealthy. But think about how much time that's going to save you cleaning. Yeah. That's going to save a lot of time cleaning. You don't have I get to. It. That does not keep stains. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From, our, from our lovemaking. And now, and now, <laughs> uh, the piece de, de resistance, walk-in closets. Oh! oh built I in. Like that. The last die they got was a blue die. Blue dice represent something good. Which is walk-in closets. Um, so, uh, looking at the value rating of uh, <laughs> this particular building, can't it wait to is hear this. Only a thousand dollars a month. Wow! Just a steal. It's two hundred dollars over budget. Well, I get. I understand why. That's some pretty expensive machinery there yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. Extremely, and, and it breaks often. Uh, yeah, it's. It's very that's historical, nice. and I that's guess nice. that's something that I miss from my old hometown in not Washington, D.C., where I have a wife. That's because you're from Arizona. I'm from Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. I'm Arizona. I'm going to major in theater design. I'm not 56. So now that we've seen our first apartment, it is time for you to give this apartment a kitschy nickname. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to call this one Dirt Cheap. Dirt <laughs> Cheap. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. That's our first apartment. <laughs> <Perfect>. Now, uh, <laughs> we, we get. I, 
I know that was funny. That's great. <laughs> I love That's that great. is that is so HGTV. I mm-hmm. think we're gonna be sued at yeah. the end of this. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so we 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 move across town in a uh, new beetle. Um, <laughs> Very crowded. Yeah. Stop punching me. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we're going north. We're going north all the way to Lakeview. Wow. Yes. yes. Lakeview, I where it the, happens. I love the diversity. Uh-huh. I love. Yeah. Street. Yeah, feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're right near the second city. No, uh-huh. no, no the yeah. different neighborhood. <laughs> that, that is you're the Gold right, Coast. You're right near the second city. That's I'm pretty Gold sure. Coast. No, that's oh Gold second Coast. city uh, tapestries. Yes, <laughs> okay <laughs> tapestries. Okay, let's see. Nice let's rug. see. Now I'm gonna take you into this place just to warn you. Hope nobody's got bad knees. It's a walk up. Okay, we have. Ruined each other's knees in our lovemaking. <laughs> yes, it di- must be vigorous. I didn't get kneecapped by going under ne- undercover with the mob. I didn't. That's from our That's lovemaking. Absolutely, lovemaking. Yes. Well, you're gonna be happy about this. What is a positive detail of this apartment? A koi pond. Oh! That's right. A koi pond right cute. in the apartment. And we a third floor right walk the, up with right a koi, koi pond. pond on the third floor. With the basilica right there. Okay. Oh, my that's nice. nice. I mean, do we have to maintain it? Or uh, is that a you landlord Legally, thing? no. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Morally. So, morally. So, so, okay, I... I have a question. If we don't maintain a koi pond, it just becomes a sandy pit in the home, right? Full of dead fish, yes. Full of dead fish. Wow. Well, see, now, part of the this this apartment is actually under budget. This is $700 a month. And oh I know gosh. you're thinking, how did you get $700 a month in Lakeview? That's exactly well, what I was thinking, That's Marjorie. because this is a black dye. And therefore, a cartoonishly nightmarish aspect of this apartment. <laughs> this is where they keep the spillover animals from the shed aquarium. Oh. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, that's there are all like they filled it too much and just spilled over. There are all kinds of millionaires and billionaires that donate exotic animals to yeah, the shed aquarium, and they can't keep all that in an aquarium. It's all the runts. Yeah. So yeah. they send them to this apartment. And the animals sublet it. Oh, okay. And that's where you're going to live, am maybe. I, who, who, who am I going to be subletting from? It looks like a porpoise. Oh! Is there a, a porpoise? Oh, this pool is not big enough for that animal. <laughs> oh, no. So it's, you, you'd have a roommate, and your roommate would be a silky smooth oh, porpoise. Yes. That's like a six-foot man in a twin bed. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Some it's, say It's that very sad, but you get used to it. <laughs> oh, man. Some say they're as smart as humans and yeah. just as good at lovemaking. Well, yeah, maybe lovemaking. you'll find a fourth. How fun maybe. for you. Oh, Dolphins have to think to breathe. They can commit suicide. I know that much. <laughs> That's a true thing. <laughs> Let's... Uh, now, That's how Flipper died. <laughs> this is a fun <laughs> room. Uh, this what? place has an office. Oh, oh. who's? Oh, it's a standing a, office. Oh. It is a standing <laughs> office. And it's yeah. a it's a co-working space. It's a oh, co-working it's an space. Open co-working it's space. an open yeah. co-working yeah. space. Open it's run by WeWork. We share it with <laughs> Monster.com. <laughs> That's fun. So if you're looking for a job, you just you just walk right into your office and no, there it is. I don't need any money for settlement reasons. Why would you? You're moving from Arizona. I know, with my car that I have and didn't burn in a pit when I ran into the mob. Bethany, yes, Bethany, yes, Bethany, yes. you can fucking do this. No. You can fucking do this. Believe in yourself. Remember. We believe in you, and you have all the resources of the family behind you. (laughs) This family. You're going to need those resources because I'm going to say this is a bit of a drawback, honestly. It's so perfect already. What 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 else is up with this? Aside place? from the open office, well, the oh loose animals. I'm it's gonna open <laughs> the bedroom here. Jesus, it's a mural of Jerry Seinfeld at a Zionist <laughs> prison. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Huh. 
It's the landlord will not let you paint <laughs> over that. Is this predictive or did this happen? Is I don't this, know. It's beautiful, though. Is this load-bearing? I feel like... It is load-bearing. A load-bearing mural. load-bearing mural. Okay. That's a load-bearing Newman in that mural. <laughs> Strong-ass paint. Okay, wow. wow. Yeah. Comedians and getting tortured with car batteries, I think is the okay. title of it. And it has, to, it has to be the bedroom. And this, it has to be no the bedroom. And I know what you're thinking. It had to be on the ceiling, too. Yeah. 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 A load-bearing on the ceiling. And the mirror <laughs> floors don't help because you can't escape it. <laughs> Wherever you look. Yeah. I love a good load-bearing ceiling. It's yeah. my favorite type of architecture. Wherever you look, you're getting, you're getting a slice of it. You're yeah. getting a slice and of it. And you know, it can be fun. The, the previous resident uh, took the bed out of here and, and used to just sit in this room pretending that they were at a Zionist prison with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, is that oh, what Michael Richard is, is doing now? Oh. That's, oh. yeah. He's, he's not working, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, and finally, <laughs> in the kitchen, yes? we've got a gas range. Oh, we wow. love to cook. I can use my scan pan. No, you can't. We lost that in the... Okay. In the I will not I mean, use no, it. you could. We could get... We could get another one. one. We could get a new one. I love pancakes. This is something that I like to do. I've held on to that, and that's a, they can't take pancakes away from me. They can't. You like griddle cakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Now we're going to need a kitschy nickname for our second apartment. What's the deal with this place? <laughs> What's the deal with this place? <laughs> you son of a bitch. And because this is Millennial Apartment Hunters, uh, the two black dice go back inside <laughs> to perhaps oh, no. ruin another apartment. And okay. now we're drawing our, our, our dice for our final <laughs> apartment. All right. Thank God. Okay. Uh, you know what, folks? We're still in Lakeview. Why? How great is that? There are so many other neighborhoods. <laughs> You've heard of them, but guess what? There aren't. Uh, <laughs> That's this place true. is a bit <laughs> okay. a bit over budget, but okay. you're gonna see why. Okay. Because you are gonna live in a comedy sports. Ah! Oh. Oh. Okay. okay. That's wait, wait. right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. To be surrounded at all times by competition-based and vaguely sports-themed short-form yeah. comedy. Wait, no, is that is that yeah. like what they do on the who's who's who's, who's saying it it's now? Like, it's exactly like who's letting it. It's in just oh, like look who's, who's talking now. Exactly. Yeah. Who's talking? Oh, I yeah. love that movie. It's John Travolta's you know, so good. Adults wear pajamas, but yeah. it's different. Um, quick question: I do know the actual rent of comedy sports, and I'm pretty sure it's fourteen thousand dollars a month. How do you think a theater makes that rent? With our love oh, making? By, by subletting <laughs> to a thruple. Okay. That makes sense. They're not wow. making it by selling tickets to short form comedy. They're That's not. for goddamn sure. You'll be sure. surprised. Lots of Would tour I? buses. Uh, there's a, uh, uh, some kids like to go to Giordano's and then watch a comedy show afterwards. Kids? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you had before the fire? I mean, no, you've no. never had children. You are 27. I'm 22. Two. Seven. I love to Paul go nights. Well, if you're looking no. to start a family, it's got to start in the bedroom, right? Oh, our own sperm storage fridge. <laughs> <laughs> why is it in the bedroom? Why is the bedroom And so why cold? is it full? <laughs> Comedy sports needs to make that rent somehow. Okay. I I just want to know it remain so it remains plugged in at all times. Yes. And it's drawing constantly drawing power. Mm-hmm. So it's just a chilly, expensive room to, to, to live in. Yes, well, hey, guess what? Bill. Good oh. news. That electricity's included. Oh, oh okay. All right. Ooh, that's yeah, nice. right in there. Let's get another one. Yeah, hey, you can I'm put in a whole second sperm know. fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is, but what about, is gas included or just electric? Well, let's see. Do, do, do. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We have to pay for everyone's gas. <laughs> everyone's yeah. gas, yeah. Okay. I will um, hold it in then. Uh, okay. I l- but the the space it feels it feels um homey. It can feel however you want. They got a whole prop closet in here. They okay. Do. Oh look at this. I'm a knight. <laughs> and uh, now I'm carrot top. <laughs> 
Uh-oh, I'm dressed as a referee. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Look I'm, out, we got the next Stephen Colbert over here. Oh. I'm, I'm dressed as a happy woman, and now I'm a sad teenager. Bethany? Bethany? <laughs> Tanya? Bethany? The way, I mean, Bethany. No. Bethany, I'm going to need you to get your shit together. <gasps> All right? You don't testify. <laughs> you will not be able to put away the butcher of Manhattan Beach. If we get so the you need to... Sh- Suck it up! If we get the butcher, the whole syndicate falls, okay? Do you understand He's that? He's the keystone. No, I know. Wow, you guys are real kinky with your thruple okay. talk. <laughs> okay. Uh, and of course, because it's a comedy sports, you've got a full bar. Oh. oh. Great for entertaining. I know, Joe. Joe's a nice guy. <laughs> and Nico, and too. Those are the two bartenders <laughs> at Comedy Sports Chicago. And they live here? Oh, they live they with live us. Here. Practically. Okay. <laughs> you would be surprised, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I need a kitschy nickname for that third apartment. <laughs> Can I get a suggestion of a living space? <laughs> oh. Okay. So our three <laughs> apartments that you've looked at are dirt cheap. <laughs> What's the deal with this place? And can I get a living space? Uh, So with the details of those in mind, Mm -hmm. I need you three to talk about one of them that is totally unacceptable. Okay. Okay, just one? Yeah. Because one of them, you're going to live in. (laughs) Okay. I need to reiterate that one of these locations has loose, (laughs) soon-to-die sea animals without that have left and haven't been replaced right, in the koi Right, pond. but another but one has loose soon to die dreams. So I think yes. just when you and take I think Bazinga. I think <laughs> I think the one with the loose animals would be nice because we would save so much on poke bowls. Mm-hmm. Oh. We'd save so much You're on right. poke bowls. That's that's delicious. That's what Ama- is this what is that Amazon Prime? It just brings you it's there? No, it that's Amazon cart. Art cart. What do you think a Pokeball is? <laughs> what you catch your pokey in. <laughs> <laughs> you just put them in an earthenware bowl yeah. and pray that that Gengar and doesn't I get go, out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want badges. <laughs> I have this one. I mean, I don't have this one. We don't have badges. I repeat, we are not law enforcement This officers. is just a windbreaker. I have a badge for all for being a good sport. <laughs> yeah. What a strongly reinforced bit. <laughs> But how how about that dirt cheap place? Okay, it would be I great to live in a right house, wouldn't it? That's yeah. historic. It's very, it's very historic. Michael Bay created history there yeah. when he ruined it and cut it in half. Yeah. He just kind of shook yeah. it up. And I always go okay. to the bathroom on my hands. Okay. So wait. I love it. What? In a handstand, I mean. What do we? What 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 do we have to do now? <laughs> what are we deciding? Because I'm gonna well. break it to you. These all suck. <laughs> Well, you are going to live somewhere, but one of these places you have to basically arbitrarily decide <laughs> is worse than the others. I'm going to say the, the, the Lakeview Koi Pond. The okay. Koi Pond. Okay. Because uh, I'm not a Seinfeld fan. Mm. Uh, the right hot, hot take, white men. Hot <laughs> takes. Hot takes. Wow. Nice. A guy sleeps with one 17-year-old is like <laughs> a fully grown adult, and everyone turns on Wait, him. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Seinfeld met his wife when she was in high school. <laughs> Tale as old of as time. The truth hurts. All of but your heroes must fall. <laughs> Become your own hero. Yes, 2018. Pay black but, women. But, 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 but yes. we have two perfectly okay. extant apartments. Okay. We have, dirt, we have dirt cheap. Dirt mm-hmm. cheap. And we have, uh, can, <laughs> can I get a suggestion of a living space? <laughs> How much is, can I get a suggestion of a living space in rent? Well, that's $100 over budget. <laughs> so it's $900 to live in a sperm closet. Cool, great. <laughs> okay. And But fully stocked sperm. Fully stocked, <laughs> if fully I ever get hungry. Dirt cheap is $200 <laughs> over budget. budget. Okay. Actually, I think 300 over okay. budget. Well, we already know Redline accessibility is Uniquely good off Ooh. the comedy sports <laughs> stuff. It's yes. so connected to both buses and trains. And a potential uh, new It's so easy place. to get to. <laughs> uh, Which shows seven nights a week, right? 
No, you would think, but no. <laughs> it was when I was there. <laughs> They've had to scale back in this economy. Mondays and Tuesdays, it's a dark theater. <laughs> All right. What are you going to be going with? Um, well, Bethany, this is your new life. Mm-hmm. Imagine giving up all that you had before. Just pretend that that's what's happening because that's not what's happening. Not that it was wrenched from your hands by a fiery grave. No, No. it was fine. I can go back to my mom and dad in Arizona. (laughs) I want to do sets for waiting for Godot at DePaul. (laughs) But just think, neither of these apartments are in Arizona, which is a fully trash state. Yeah. Literally. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know we had a bunch of Phoenix heads in the audience. <laughs> That's a dry heat take. Oh. <laughs> Burn on somebody. <laughs> um, what was U- U.S. Marshal? I mean. U.S. Marshal Keaton Marshall. I mean, Vance Meridian. Vance Meridian. What do you think? I don't know what to choose because nothing seems like a good choice. I think. Just like how the U.S. government believes in you, you need to believe in the physics-defying standing bidet in that one apartment. I'm so curious as to how it works. We all got to use a ticket for a spin at least once. We all got to figure it out. (laughs) All right, so you've gone with dirt cheap. (laughs) Oh, yes, I guess so. (laughs) And now we skip forward in time three months to check in to see how she's doing. So, I will ask each of you a question about your life in this new apartment to see how it's working out. And my first question is to Liz. Liz, how has this apartment caused you to surrender? (laughs) (laughs) I stopped sleeping. You would think that sleeping on dirt would be great, But turns out, no, it's not. (laughs) The standing bidet was fun at first. (laughs) But then you realize you can't turn the power down. (laughs) Soon waking up is a nightmare, and so are your bodily functions. (laughs) What you also realize is when the building cracked in half, they didn't fill in the holes. (laughs) So squirrels are my new friends. (laughs) I woke up one day on my dirt floor, and then I saw a squirrel who looked like my son. And he cried, Mom, it burns. Mom, my toys are on fire. Mom, the mob did this to me specifically, the mob. And I couldn't do it anymore. The butcher of Hamilton Beach, Mom. Yes, Mom. It was Manhattan Beach, Mom. Manhattan Beach? Oops. It was Manhattan (laughs) Beach. Yeah, Hamilton Beach is is your appliances. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) That was a mistake. Uh, Let's turn to Allie. Allie, what new hobbies has this apartment allowed her to pick up? You know that thing when (laughs) people... (laughs) Are in uh, like police dramas where they have yarn on the wall. Yes. They connect a series of pictures. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy board. Conspiracy boards. I've been conspiracy boarding. <laughs> I've I've really just let it's myself fun. open up to the possibilities of new conspiracies and connecting uh, financial transactions and real estate holdings to a series of uh, interconnected criminal organizations in. The Manhattan Beach area. And um, I've also got a few things up there that I would like to aspire to. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I, put my, I, I put my beach body up there, uh, put a pin in it, wrapped some yarn, uh, took that yarn over to another pin that was uh, Oprah's Book Club, because I'm going to read more this year. <laughs> um, and then that last pin, I put in a picture of Idris Elba because, my God, I'm going to marry him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And finally, uh, Stephen. 
the question that I have for you is, how has this apartment helped your career? So as U.S. Marshal Keaton Marshall, I mean Vance Meridian, I mean the butcher of Manhattan Beach. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a twist! I know exactly where the last witness lives. And there's gaping holes in the apartment that I can go down in. I'm gonna... I, t- Taranda here, real quick. I should have seen this one yeah. come in. And I got I just didn't, you know. I mean, I, we had a we had a natural chemistry that I mistook for his integrity. And I mean, it's all over the conspiracy. It's board. all over it's the his conspiracy space. board. And you know, when right you fall there, in love, you fall in love. Don't awe that. He's a murderer. He's a murderer. <laughs> And he plans on killing again. How quick you are to forgive a white man. <laughs> I fail upwards. Hooray. <laughs> and folks, that is Millennial Apartment Hunters. <laughs> folks, we were the One Shot Podcast. Uh, we uh, broadcast at oneshotpodcast.com or wherever you find your podcast. Yeah, in a, a podcast. Thank you, in Liz. A, in a in a pokeball. In a pokeball, coming to a pokeball near you. Uh, we are next week going to be premiering our new series, Swords Without Master, on one oh, shot. And we got that? who do we have? Who do we have on that? Oh, we got Stephen Crope oh, on yeah, that. Yeah, I was on that one. And we've got uh, famous comedians. Uh, Gannon Reedy, Mike McDowell on nope, that one. No, Casey Tony was in there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mike McDowell's not on that one. Oops. Uh, and we've got uh, Chris Funk from The Decemberists mm-hmm. playing role-playing games with us. So you're going to want to check that one out. Uh, thank you all so much for coming out and watching us tonight. Thank you for supporting the Chicago Podcast Festival. And uh, let's, let's hear another round of applause for Starlight Radio Dreams. Think we're out. Bye, nerds. Podcast. Hello, heroes, and welcome to some A Woman with Hollow Eyes bonus content. I am James D'Amato. I play Calvin on Invisible Sun, and I am with Darcy Ross, RGM. Hello, I'm very pleased to be here. Calvin, when he was on his trip to the Pale along with Wayne and Kitty, had some things happen to him. So we're going to play a development mode session to sort of look into what those things might be. Excellent. So we wanted to pick up on, we had sort of montaged through the trip from uh, Saturine lovely home home base of Saturine into the pale. Wayne and Calvin, mm-hmm. I believe, had negotiated a smooth transition package, which they got when they went and got their visas from the pale embassy. And so this package came with all sorts of cool rouges and, and makeups to get properly outfitted for the eternal party and for being a live, living person in the pale. But it also uh, it initially took them through this like riverboat sort of ride to the gate of the pale sun. And so this this riverboat kind of existed outside of time a little bit. So they spent some time that uh, while Saturine was you know, only a moment passed, like weeks passed for this crew. So we wanted to do, see sort of what, what happened to them along this boat ride before they got to the eternal party. Uh, so the first um, card I pulled... <clears throat> was Tyrannical Clock, uh, which is terrifying. It's got this beautiful cat on it, and it's sitting atop this giant grandfather clock. Um, It enhances... Cats and clocks are my things. They are your things. Its meanings are oppression, time, countdown, schedule, and repetition. Uh, And has a cool (laughs) quote, which I have to read. By the ticking of the clock, by the breaking of bones, by the shrieking of the flock, the tyrant revels in the moans. Uh, so that's very Ooh. ominous, but uh, yeah, deeply. I think we're going to see um, um, an event that kept happening to Calvin. So that over the weeks, uh, the same person approached Calvin, um, and and sort of initiated this conversation the same. So so what was Calvin doing on this riverboat? So there's a couple people, uh, different groups of folks. Uh, there's some hooded figures. There's some very fancy dressed folks. You know, if people are visiting loved ones in the eternal party or um, have other business in the pale. What was Calvin up to? I think Calvin was mostly like, he's trying to learn things and he's trying to learn things about people. He's like 
extremely curious about this whole process. And, and thankfully, the Smooth Transition package did include a lot of reading material about the pale and, and what it's like traveling to the pale and how to, how to be on your best behavior. But, you know, he's he's a curious person and he knows why he's going there and he knows why Wayne and Kitty are going there. But uh, there are a lot of people who are traveling to this place and uh, he wants to learn about them and, and their various interests in going to the land of the dead. Absolutely. One of the people you meet is uh, is Milo. This person keeps uh, showing up in your life. Um, he is very smart, kind of lazy, and kind of a mis- mischievous uh, troublemaker. And so he's kind of pulling pranks on this riverboat a lot. And maybe he's pulling pranks on you. When he's left alone, he likes to get into places he's not supposed to be. So he's like been caught several times trying to break into sort of like the engine room or the cargo hold or um, just climbing to the top point of the boat or whatever. He's also a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he is submitted by uh, the Twitter handle Molar Duck. So, so I think Milo. Okay, so he's a dog, but I think like I'm I'm thinking like trickster kind of card shark looking looking dog yeah. with like a big grin. Uh, I think maybe he walks on his hind legs a lot of the time, and he's got um, <clears throat> like a cool coat with lots of stuff in it. Uh, so maybe he's trying to like get you to get in on like a trick with him, right? And so, okay. So over and over again, he keeps proposing that like, Calvin, Calvin, my buddy, my man. Hey, Milo. Hi. Hello. I I got it all worked out this time. We're going to pull the best prank the riverboat has ever seen. All right. Now it's this, it's this old heiress and she's got a lot of cool uh, necklaces and stuff and these amazing blooming undergarments. And we are going to, yeah. What you're describing sounds like, like it's going to get me kicked off this boat. No, this is no, my first trip to the pale. They value politeness so much in the pale. I don't want to mess that up. Calvin, they also value celebration of life, man. Okay. You know, what is life if you're not enjoying it? Okay. That's, that's the most pale thing there is. Okay, you know, these people. This pe- isn't about life. This is about death. This is about death and going to the world of the dead and not making any waves. And I think Kitty and Wayne are mad at me. They've been like, really weird around me recently and so i just want to like stay in my lane and you know be a i want to be a good boy milo <laughs> uh milo uh pulls you up by like the lapels and like gets real <laughs> up in your face and says it ain't worth it calvin being a good boy it ain't worth it <laughs> um so so he walks off and this this scene plays out like you know eight times in the first two weeks right just over Mm. and over again some new scheme uh yeah you know he's kind of on his own and so he's looking for like a partner in crime and like you know i think kitty just no this this is like two small potatoes for kitty right like kitty only gets into tricks and and mischievousness if it's worth it right (laughs) well yeah and she knows that with milo as a partner she's likely to get caught so. For sure. So, so this keeps happening. Uh, Milo is is really looking to uh, to get you in on one of these things, um, but but you're not buying it. So the next card I I picked was Forgotten Prisoner, which is very interesting. Ooh. So let me pull that up really quick. Its meanings are injustice, bad fortune, memory loss, and something lost. Um, so I think your rat coin goes missing. Um, is that something you would even notice? Probably not at first. Excellent. Cool. So. Uh, so, like, you know, you're trying to stay in your lane. Maybe you're playing, like, a sort of surreal game of chess or something with, a, um, like, an older uh, gentleman with, uh, who has, like, um, a, a, a big raven on his shoulder that uh, he speaks through. So the, the man mm-hmm. never speaks, but the raven sort of, it's kind of unclear if it's the man or the raven you're really dealing with. Uh, he's, he's a lovely man. And so you're you're sort of playing a very gentle, chaste game of uh, surreal uh, chess, and mm-hmm. um, that is when someone comes up to you, Siarda. This is a a scald. Scalds are like you know storytellers and kind of bards, right? Like okay, sort of. cool. So it's this this woman with owl wings and who sings to the shadows. So she's often found in corners of this riverboat, sort of quietly singing a lullaby, or sometimes she's on the prow and she's loudly shouting this sort of triumphant story song, uh, sometimes in languages you can understand, sometimes not. There's sort of rumors around the ship that sometimes the shadows answer her. Uh, she's submitted by uh, the Twitter handle Katrinity, Cat Trinity. Um, 
And so I think I think this person hasn't really spoken to anyone on the ship yet, but while you're playing this game, she she comes up with this coin with the rat face on it. Um and and she speaks in in totally not song and and sort of hands it to you and she says, "Sir, Oh, hello. Hi. Yes. How can I help you? Um, she holds up the rat coin and says, you need to come with me. Okay. And she is going to try to grab you by the arm and sort of lead you uh, to a quiet part of the, the prow of the ship. I look apologetically at uh, the old man and then considering for a second, not knowing what is the case, look to the raven apologetically as well. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Cover your um, bases. I'll, I'll be back in a little bit. Uh, I, I think i need to attend to something really quick thank you so much for the game (laughs) and he sort of stands up uh brushes his like silver suit off a little bit and follows this owl winged woman excellent um so she says um uh and and she's dropped to a very very quiet whisper she's you know almost doesn't seem to be wanting to speak very much but she sort of brings you to a quiet part of the ship and she says and, and you're looking out into this kind of milky way galaxy like purples and blues like stardust scape right and and occasionally yeah. you see these like more solid areas and like little like floating island looking things almost as though you're looking at like the birth of planets right little little bits of stuff coming together yeah the, like i think uh we see these dancing shimmering heavenly bodies reflected in his eyes and like you know he's he's trying to focus on what the woman is saying but at the same time he's just being drawn up into wonder at, at this splendid sight that he never could have seen in shadow uh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> she says, uh, sir, I am Siarda, and I see that the rats follow you. Um, and she, she takes that coin and she hands it back. She sort of flaps these owl wings and she says, um, I have an uneasy truce with the people. I, I apologize that I took it from you, but I, I needed to see what kind of person you are. She brings you in even closer and, you know, as you were sort of getting distracted by like a beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, like glittering orb of something, she says, um, and she is looking straight in your eyes, uh, it's very dangerous for you to be here. So all your clothes are made of, from silver, right? Yeah. Um, she sort of picks at one of your like outfits um, and they don't have to look silvery. Maybe they still do. Are you like outfitted all in silver or have you changed I, I think it? it's like different tones of silver because I I think it does say it it is a silver object but I don't know necessarily that the fabric feels like metal so right but she still touches it and feels it and says um you've acquainted yourself with the silver sun you clearly haven't mastered the rest and these half worlds and she sort of gestures out can be very dangerous if you don't know what you're doing you think you can shape something from nothing and, and maybe you can but Many have tried to shape something from nothing out here, and I promise you, it's always been a bad idea. Ask the rats. They'll confirm it. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she she rolls her eyes and says, well, perhaps ignorance is a certain kind of protection or, or feigned ignorance. And what do you mean? What do you mean by half worlds? There are the suns. And, and she, she looks at you like with skeptically like, Am I really explaining this to you? You clearly must know this. Uh, but then- yeah, and when when she says there are the suns, like Calvin thinks for a second and then like nods. Oh, yeah, but like 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 Saturn and and the pale, I, like different dimensions. I, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> she looks pretty horrified for a moment and uh, sort of you know brings her hands together and, and is like, <laughs> "You have an affinity with the suns." She, she she like almost can't bring herself to be explaining this to you, but she says, you know, you clearly have an affinity with the silver sun so far. You've learned how how to deal with that. I assume you've been, but maybe you haven't. Um, many people can access powers of the sun from from any one place because magic, as as you must know, uh, flows through the path of suns. All the currents of magic flow through silver to gold to green, through blue and and even shadow. Uh, and perhaps the invisible sun as well. Um, that's that's a lot more iffy. All of those suns, right, have places that you can visit, and and uh, and have some form to them in addition to qualia and and sort of soul or spirit. So what exists outside of those suns is 
similar, we're sort of walking along a route between the suns right now. Uh, the shortcut is what this ship is, is flowing on. And uh, we're in this space where infinite creation might happen or infinite destruction has probably already happened. I call this place um, uh, the Umbra. It's, it's not quite the dark where nothing exists. It's not the shadow and it's certainly not the light of a sun, but it's somewhere in between. It's right on that edge. And so this is the place where many half-worlds form. It's a place that has the open boundlessness of the dark where nothing exists, but but has is close enough to the form of the actuality where the suns um, give us places to create and have stability that, that something can form. And so half-worlds exist. Some say far town is even one in your own Saturnine. It's a little blebbing off of the sun of indigo into its more enclosed little space. So thinking about them like dimensions is not wrong, although it's definitely not all of it. I think as she's talking, yeah. Calvin sort of draws a pen out of a finger and starts to write in the air. And I think this pen sort of writes in a kind of silver wire. Yeah. And like very quickly, he'll sketch up a loom. Oh, beautiful. And onto that loom, he'll create like the pattern of the nine suns uh, or, or the the eight suns, I should say, that she's sort of describing as yes. she's describing it, like, like he's taking notes. So he's like, I, okay, so suns, I think I get it now. So like reality is everywhere, but suns are like kind of, a nexus of of reality and power and magic that exists in a more physical way than everything else. And all the stuff out here in the Umbra still exists, but it doesn't exist with the same sort of gravity as the suns themselves. Um, she, she looks for a moment and she says, oh, gravity, that shadow concept. That's a nice <laughs> metaphor. Exactly, Calvin. But can you also understand how that instability is dangerous and how it well, how it holds much promise, but also is just as likely to to bring you down? Cal- Calvin like sort of looks at her funnily and goes, "Okay, yeah, but but sure. I mean, there are a lot of special conditions that make different bodies form. Like I took a astrophysics class in college, and like there are different stabilities and and densities of elements that you need in order to make a sun like a sun in shadow. So I imagine a lot of these half worlds have similar properties. They're they're just not big enough. They don't have a ma- enough mass there. But the suns had to come from somewhere, right?" Do you think someone could create the conditions that would make a place? To make a true place? And like he starts jetting off uh, like one of one of the suns on his sort of sun chart that he's made, like taking this element of this half world that we see here. Um, and he sort of sk- sketches an outline that looks like a fractured part of uh, the other whole suns that are on this board. And perhaps stitching or weaving it together with with something of this sun here. I mean, obviously there's probably a lot more to it, but it just seems like there's a whole lot of stuff floating around in the Umbra that's not doing a whole lot right now. I see where you're going with this, and I don't like it, but I can't stop you. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I... I'm I'm so new here, and I I don't remember anything about actuality. I, I'm sure that there are very good reasons that that nobody does this. She starts singing. Uh, she's singing a song that you can understand, and she's sort of singing out to the shadows, and it's a little quiet and a little reverent, and it's about the legacy. The legacy is the spell that is theorized to weave all of actuality together. It's 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 what gives it form and what what shapes the path of suns and the path of magic. It's actuality is is what's keeping reality in place, um, or at least is hypothesized to do so. She sings about angels who are thought to be uh, the keepers and the guardians of the of the legacy um, of this giant spell that we're all secretly taking part of. Um, and so she sings about it. At, at, the, at the end of her song, she says, what you're talking about could only be accomplished by engaging with the legacy. And that my friend, as uh, she pats you on the shoulder, is way beyond the abilities of a second 
order weaver by the name of Calvin Weaver. And she says, um, keep that rock co- coin close. It may come in handy. Um, and she starts walking off. Thank you um, <laughs> for the story and the instruction. I know it can be jarring to speak to somebody who, who knows as little as I do, but I really do appreciate it. It's funny, though. A spell like the legacy, you'd think it would be perfect, right? We, we once again see the reflected bits of half-world yeah. sort of gleaming through the umbra, reflected in his eyes as he turns back towards this owl-winged woman. But there's an awful lot of stuff left around for a perfect spell that shouldn't be tampered with. <laughs> the woman sort of flutters her big owl wings and her eyes flash and she says some say the angels are left here because the work isn't finished and she gives it gives you a big smile and then it continues walking off and leaves you to your solitude calvin flips the rat coin and catches it places it back in his pocket and then leans on the railing uh, that's around the ship and stares up into the umbra as different possibilities sort of dance across his eyes. Um, and he lazily continues sketching on his uh, silver weaved loom about the different properties of these suns and how they move around. Awesome. You have gained hidden knowledge, so uh, which you are already like, swimming in uh <laughs> which is not surprising so hidden knowledge is a thing you can anytime you make a a role you're like oh i have some secret i learned somewhere so we'll we'll deal with that when we get to it the next session but i think a visit from probably an angel uh explaining the finer details of things like half worlds and the legacy definitely counts as secrets of the, the you know the actuality that you've learned very cool Well, thank you so much, Darcy. Um, And thank you, listeners, for checking this out. Be sure to join us on Wednesdays for A Woman with Hollow Eyes so we can see more of Calvin's story advance and Wayne and Kitty's story, uh, for that matter. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this and hope you're enjoying the series generally. If you enjoyed Development Mode and you've never watched A Woman with Hollow Eyes before, uh, be sure to join us on Wednesday because Wednesday is Escape from Shadow Day. And if we manage to get to 80 viewers, we're going to do a Development Mode session that will help us learn about one of the side characters that we have established in Invisible Sun. So be sure to join us at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg Wednesday at 7 30 p.m central time well heroes that's it for one shot this week but don't worry we'll be back next week with capers a super powered rum running role-playing system if you didn't get enough a woman with hollow eyes here be sure to join us on wednesday at 7 30 p.m central time at twitch.tv slash one shot rpg for episode six in the series If you want to check out more great role-playing shows in the meantime, check out the Neoscum. Neoscum is a future fantasy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders, a chromehead decker, a teenage candy junkie klepto, a kid show wizard with a petulant taste for adventure, and the nastiest trucker this side of the Robo Mason Dixon. Join the irascible Neoscum crew as they dole out street justice to every deeb they encounter, whether they deserve it or not. I want to remind everybody that Kat, Alex Roberts, and myself will be at Breakout Con in Toronto, March 16th through 18th. There is still time to register, so hurry up and get your passes. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week, I feel like I have to talk a little bit about gun control. Uh, Full disclosure, when I was growing up, I was a junior Olympic marksman, Uh, so marksmanship is a hobby that had a positive impact on my life. But even though I practiced a hobby that involved firearms, I still very much support gun control. Participating in that hobby let me know what conditions it takes to make firearms safe and rewarding and fun. And I can tell you those conditions are definitely not enforced on a legal level. Not only could certain regulations help prevent mass shootings like this, but they could also prevent accidental injury and suicide related to firearms as well. Pretending these problems don't exist does not make them go away. Whether you're someone like me who grew up as a marksman or you've never touched a gun in your life, I recommend calling your representatives and telling them it is time for America to create reasonable safety restrictions for firearms. 
If you're looking to learn more about this issue or trying to figure out what to say, I recommend heading over to fivecalls.org. Five Calls lists important issues affecting the country today, along with contact information for your representatives and scripts to read while you're on the phone to make sure you get your message across. Head over to fivecalls.org to make your voice heard about this or any other issue affecting you. And while you're online, be sure that you're registered to vote. Primaries are coming up in Illinois, so they must be coming up in other states as well. Head over to voterparticipation.org to see what the rules are for voting in your state and make sure that you're registered. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.